0: Last week I preached on weapons of mass distraction and how we get so distracted in life and how uh, the devil uses things to come into our lives and just destroy things in our lives and keep us out of God's will and out of His plan for our life. And, and the second half of distraction today and everybody, everybody has to deal with this. Everybody deal. I like that goodbye drama queen. Everybody has drama in their life. Amen? And the, Satan's very good at using drama to distract us and to keep us out of the will of God. And you say, well, I, I don't know what drama... Drama is anything that, that seeks to get, gain your attention today and pull you away from God's will and His purpose and His plan for your life. That's drama. And the devil's very good at getting us unfocused off of what he wants us to do. And, 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 and it seems like just out of nowhere, here comes Drama. How I many y'all got y'all act like y'all don't have no drama? Y'all like y'all looking at me like I'm from another planet today. Which I knew this would happen cuz every time I preach and really get down home, people start going, "He's preaching into her. He's preaching for her." We all go through drama today. We have I just wrote down some drama. We have money drama. Amen. We got school drama. Church drama. Amen. Teenage drama. Let's not get holy. Friend drama. Boyfriend drama. Girlfriend drama. Young adult drama. Old folks drama. I I knew that would get them. We have husband drama. Ex-husband drama. We got wife drama. Ex-wife drama. We got baby drama. Daddy drama. Mama drama. Baby mama drama. Hey man. We experience all kinds of drama in today. And Jesus was writing in John and John chapter 16 trying to show us how we can have peace. It is very hard to go through a whole week and just to live your week. Knowing that you're in the will of God, you know that this is God's purpose and His plan, and most of all, to go through your week having peace. If we could just get peace into our lives and get rid of all the drama and everything that the devil's coming in to try to steal, kill, and destroy in our lives, if we could just stay... You would imagine the attitude change that would be in your marriage and your family if you could just stay focused on God for one week. His purpose, His plan... We would have a lot more excited people in church. We'd have more people on fire for Jesus and churches at hunger, but the world consumes it all. It seems like it throws us just a little bit of nidbits out there, you know, a little bit of crumbs for us on Sunday. Get your crumbs, be get excited, get happy. But imagine what you would feel like and what your life would look like spiritually if you could focus on God all week and have peace. And get rid of all the drama queens in your life, amen. Because we all got them. Whether you want to admit it or not, we all have drama. We all have drama queens. And just to, uh, sometimes I want to say, I want to cancel my subscription because I don't want no more of your issues, amen. I like it. I come out this week. I kind of like it. <laughs> That's right. And sometimes we need to say, okay, today I'm going to the job. Today I'm going to church. Today I'm going in with my family. We're cutting out all drama. Goodbye drama. Amen. I mean, I've been long I've been away from Jesus long enough. I've been out of my prayer life. I've been away from my Bible study. I've been away from my church family. Goodbye drama. Devil, it's time that I get back. To where I need to be in my walk with Jesus Christ, back to when I used to really love to go to church. Amen. Back to when I used to really love to be in your word, Lord. Back when I used to just love to be on my knees in prayer for just not just me, and by the way, not just praying for you stuff you need or you won't, but praying for things around you, Lord, just your presence be around me this week. Lord, just give me peace on the job. Just let me experience you in a real way, in a way that I haven't really experienced you in a long time. We need that in our churches when we come to church. We need to pray, God, I want to sit there in that, wherever I'm sitting today and through the worship and through your Word, Lord, speak to my heart. Don't let the drama of church, don't let the drama of, of doc. don't let the drama of tradition, <laughs> Overtake me, just unveil it for who you are this morning, Lord, and speak to my heart. Can you imagine how much peace that you would have? Because right now, as I'm preaching, y'all's minds are running 90 to nothing. There's drama going on in there. Amen. When I preach, y'all, most of y'all think about well, I wish, you know, it's already five or twelve. And we gotta go eat. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to church after 12 o'clock. We need to realize the devil's trying to... Listen, you're not more spiritual because your church gets out at 12 every day. You're not more spiritual if you get... I have people bragging to me, Mary. Bragging. We got out at 10.45. What about you? I said, we're just worshiping Jesus. What about you? Amen. It's not spiritually grown up because you get out... We think today in America's church, Tim, we think because we can get in there and sing two songs, take up a offering, shake the hand, kiss the babies, get gone by 1045. Woo! Touchdown! Amen? And Jesus is the whole time sitting up here going, you don't get it. Get rid of your drama queens and you might get a hold of me. Amen? You don't have no peace. When about time? When you just love to have peace, you got to remember the devil's on a short leash. And I thought about this this week. We got a lab, and I don't know if y'all's ever raised labs. I mean, I've been around a lot of hunting dogs. I've lived out in the country. We got tree dogs and all this. And, but man, them labs, them are rats on acid, man. <laughs> you ever had one? Them things are crazy. I got a lab at home that's a year old in February, and Hunter wanted a lab. He had to have a lab. He duck hunts. He's got to retrieve his ducks. Like we got a lot of ducks. And he's been working with it. He goes to the pond and throws the deal out there, and it retrieves it, and brings it back. And he was gone last week to church camp, and I was sitting there, and I went out to feed it for him. And man, that thing is like going crazy on the end of this chain. Well, it was all wrapped up in these bushes and couldn't get out. And the thing, when I've been over to. To feed it and do that. it jumped on me and scratched me with his claws. It was just just going crazy, and I said, "Man, that is a crazy dog. I shouldn't have done it, but I did." He's on about a twenty-foot leash. <laughs> yeah, I did. He scratched me. I was upset. I was mad at him because he scratched me and did what he did. And I said, "That crazy dog. I don't want to kill that dog." Scratching me and doing all this to me, I was hurting. I went over and I got his feed. And I pulled it just about. He seen me pull that feet out. And he was all excited. But here he come running. I just pulled the pan. i mean. And so he stopped. So I run back over my pan. I said, come on. Get your food. Come on. You scratch my back, crazy. Come on. And as soon as he took off running, I said, come on, let's run. And we both went, boom. <laughs> flipped him right on his back. And you say, well, that's kind of... you're mean. No, but listen, if we're a child of God, we don't have to live in drama every day of our lives. We don't have to go like the world goes. We don't have to jump in and fight drama with drama. Amen? Amen? We're a child of the King. We don't have to go... the devil's on a leash. He can only go so far to get you today. Listen, Jesus Christ has won the victory on the cross. The devil is on a leash. The reason it's drama and different things in our lives is bigger and we have no peace is we let it come in in our lives. We let more drama. Believe me, you don't want to see drama? Go on Facebook. That is drama queen capital of the world. Facebook. More drama. There's no peace. A lot of people, and it's good. It's got some good stuff. We promote our church through Facebook, but there's a lot of drama queens on there. I want to just type BQ, Brother George, and that's it. <laughs> drama queens on there. And look what Jesus said. He's speaking to disciples in the upper room. He's not going to be, long, not going to be with them very much longer. He's going to the cross to die on the cross. And His disciples, are, they're just in an uproar. They, don't, they have no peace. They don't know what they're going to do. The Messiah, the one that's supposed to be building a kingdom, is going to be leaving them. And so as He speaks here, He says, until now you have asked nothing in My name. You ask, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Boy, we need some joy. Amen? Some of y'all need to be full of joy. But He said, these things I've spoken to you in a figurative language. But the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. He says, In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray, I shall pray to the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into this world. Again, I leave this world and go to the Father. His disciples said to Him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Boy, don't you like it when somebody just speaks plainly? Jesus says, I'm fixing to get a whole lot plainer, disciples. Listen, now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question. By this we believe that you came forward from God. We truly believe you are the Son of God. Jesus answered him and said, Do you really believe? Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. Now, here's a key verse. He says, these things I've spoken to you, that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulations. You'll have trials. Basically, he's saying you're going to have drama. Be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. The whole key to that verse is, I've spoken to you, that in me, you will have peace. Now we got a lot, listen, you think just because you're saved you're going to have peace and nothing's going to touch you because you're a saved child of God. I don't know who started promoting that, who started preaching that, but they need a bit, they're wrong, amen? If you're saved, you, listen, there's a lot of saved people in buildings today that I truly believe are saved, they have no peace, they're the most biggest drama queen you've ever seen. I mean, they have no peace. They're running here, running there. They have no idea. They never truly experience what it means to be in the presence of God, what it means for God to speak to them, what it means to be led by the Holy Spirit, what it means to be be still and know that I'm God. They never experience all. all they do is go in a building, hear preaching and leave, and never truly experience what it means to be in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Why is that happening? They have the Holy Spirit in them, but they do not hear Him. Amen? There's a lot of saved people that are in bondage. There's a lot of saved people in church every Sunday. If I could unveil them both, they're just as miserable as the lost person. They have no peace. They have no joy. They don't act like it. There's no fruits anywhere in their life. They're miserable. They complain. They're negative. They fight drama. with Drama. Well, I tell you what, drama comes to me below the door. I'm fishing to drama it back. Paul said in Romans 12, 2, be ye transformed. He said, don't be conformed, but be transformed of this world. I can tell you right now, if your life is looking like a conformer, you're fighting drama with drama. If your life is looking like it's being a transformer, being transformed, then you're following God, you're following the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm saying. We don't have to get in the drama game. How many of y'all believe that? I mean, I want you to get something out of this. I mean, give me a Presbyterian nod or something that you're with me. Because you're going to leave here and you're going to be on Facebook in drama before you get home. You're going to be in drama with your husband when you leave here. You're going to be in drama with your teenage kids before you get home. The devil's going to come in to kill, steal, and destroy every seed that was put in you this morning. And you're going to leave here crying. Not because you're in the presence, because you have no peace, no joy. I don't know what I'm gonna do, brother George. I just I don't... get rid of drama queens. Amen. Because just about the time you get excited and the joy of the Lord starts coming in, you may leave this service today saying, "I'm making a new commitment. I'm doing this, Lord. I'm here." And you're gonna get in the car, and the devil's gonna send somebody that's a drama queen to try to steal it away. It might be your wife. might be your husband might be your kids might be a friend on Facebook might be whatever it is money, whatever, financial the devil will use that to keep you so stirred up that you have no idea what God's will is for your life what is your purpose if I did that in here and said what do you think God's purpose and plan is for your life most of us would be going hmm, I really don't know uh, to work. The Bible says you're full if you don't, so you better. Mm-hmm. Amen. ought to raise my family, uh, to go to church, to be a good person. No, really. What has God called you to do and to be besides a... Here it comes now. I'm going to offend a bunch of people instead of a pew filler. Mm-hmm. Amen. What has God called you to really... What is His will, His plan? What is God speaking to your heart that He wants you to be? But you can't be that because drama keeps coming in and you say so tangled up in the web of drama that you leave God way over here and you never get to really experience God because you're tied up with the girlfriends and the boyfriends and they like so-and-so and so-and-so. And so and so. I know what teenagers are. They'll text them. Somebody told me the other day, he said... I love you. i I seen Hunter say that one time about somebody. I said, Hunter, you don't love them. That's like on steroids. (laughs) You don't love them. Ain't no 14, 13, 12-year-old know about love. They ain't got a (laughs) J-O-B. Amen. Amen. They couldn't support that one that they love. If they had to, they ain't got a J-O-B. They ain't got a vehicle. Daddy will pay for it for me, though. Uh Uh-uh, drama queen, get away! But see, we stay so tied up in school, I can walk down the halls of Lake Hamilton and I can see drama. I've been there. I went up last year. Oh, it's crazy. There's drama bees everywhere! Little queens running around everywhere inside school. I mean, it's, it's like... So-and-so don't like me. He likes you. And they'll run over here and spread this over here. And they stir up drama and they get the nest. They stir over here. And then they go to the other friend. I see him up down the hall. (laughs) And two girls got their arms wrapped around her. It'll be okay. He loves you. He really. I'm going, he don't love you. That's like on steroids. He don't even have a job. When you truly love somebody you'll tear across the world to be with them and to do with them and to take care of them at all costs. When you truly love Jesus, you'll do what it takes to worship and to be in His presence. Amen. Amen. There's no headache going to keep you at home this morning. I'm Brother George. My back, I worked hard all week. I love it when I see people say that Tim. And then I see pictures on Facebook and they done swam 15 miles at Brady. And then Sunday rolls around, I just can't go to church. <laughs> the reason you can't go to church is drama. You have no peace. And you're not going to have no peace until you get Jesus right in your life. Amen. Let me let me let in a little secret. This is not Jesus just coming here. Everybody thinks, I got Jesus. You may be here and may not have Jesus. <laughs> we've got it in American churches just because we come to church and sit down I see a lot of people raise hands and do this and they drama queens sometimes I want to go because ah, 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 I know what their personal life is right amen I mean it's drama all week long it's oh thank you Jesus thank you oh thank you Jesus amen and then they go right back out and get in the drama there's no peace Pretty good stuff, isn't it? it? You won't get this in a lot of churches. They done run that preacher off. (laughs) But I'm staying, baby, I've been here 11 years. I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Had somebody tell me one time, Chris says, you can't keep preaching like that, George, and grow a church. You can't grow a church with drama. Amen? You can't grow a church with a bunch of people up in the air with their faith, not knowing what they believe, what's going to do, God's direction, they have no idea. Just you can't grow a church just with show-up people. Amen. Amen How about it over here? Amen. Amen? I got one there. Let's go over here, guys, y'all, want to sleep on me? Amen. Amen. In the back back here. Amen. How about my visitors over here, brother? Amen. How about here? Amen. Amen. Listen, God didn't die on the cross for us to pray pretty Christian. You say, that's cruel. He didn't die on the cross for us to pray pretty Christian. He died on the cross that we could have peace and enjoy life and have it more abundantly. Not with a bunch of drama. Go back to that one Michelle in Romans chapter 12 Did I give you that one? I mean not Michelle Tina They switched on me And do not be conformed to this world You say brother George I don't know how to do that I can tell you how to do it You just got to do it Somebody texted me last week That ain't been to church here in about six weeks Brother George we love your preaching We love the worship. The people, God's presence is in that place. We love it. I just got to get back. I said, do what Nike does. And she texted me back and said, oh. I said, just do it. Just get away from the drama and do it. There's a lot of people in this church that God's calling you to step up. You just got to get the drama out of your life and do it. All the remember them birds I preached on a few weeks ago. You got drama all in your life that's keeping you from focusing on what God's will and purpose is, and who you should be in Jesus Christ. Teenagers, listen. You got drama everywhere. But I love him, brother George. If he's with you in two years, and he really loves you, amen. I, I used to. I ain't going there in my old love plane. ain't doing them stories. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. only way you're going to get renewed and refreshed is get away from the drama. And draw closer to Jesus and seek Him first and get Him first in your life. And I mean first, first, not half a first. Amen. Amen. Not three quarters first. First. Amen. I mean, as for how do I get the drama in my family? As for me and my house, we're going to church. Hell or high water, we going. Amen. Amen. I mean, we, we, we've been fighting all the way to church. The kids are half-dressed. We ain't eat breakfast, but we coming, Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Ever been there? Amen. I know, I know some of y'all in here looking at me funny like y'all have just like a, Hallelujah, 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 we're going to church, Hallelujah. Everybody sing, huh? Don't think so. You got kids in the back fighting. You got them arguing with each other. You got this and that. He took this. It's mine. It's mine. Then one bites one of them. Amen? <laughs> Quit biting him. We're going to church. Jesus! <laughs> Amen? <laughs> now, y'all got kids. Some of y'all older folks, they've been going to the house a long time. But some of these ones that got kids now, I know because sometimes I see them drag. Straighten it up. I mean, they're dragging them in. <laughs> Kids are crying out of the car, amen? Get up, sit up and walk. Let's go. I thought, ooh, they had a bad ride to church. what they have? Family drama. Baby mama drama. They had it. It's just drama has consumed us. And a lot of people like... Here's the thing about it is, Christ, even Christians, we like drama. Amen? I'm not going to get no takers on that one. I said, Amen. Y'all went... <laughs> we like it. You cannot fight drama with drama. If you want that out of your life and just to have peace of Jesus in your life and a relationship with Him and peace in your family, you can't fight drama with drama. If the ex is trying to get drama, say, Speak to the hand. I'm gone. Amen? Amen? If the ex husband's starting drama... Speak to the hand. You say, well, Brother George, you're a preacher. I'm going to be honest with you. Caller ID sometimes is God-ordained. <laughs> Some of y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you're holy. Oh, I'm not talking to her. That's drama. How many of y'all have done that? Oh, do don't answer. Don't answer. But you just got to say, be intentional and say, I'm done with it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Almost. Goodbye. Oh, thank y'all. Goodbye. I mean, you just, sometimes you got to take a stand and say, I'm done. I can't get Jesus and his plan and his will in my life for my family with all this drama. I'm tired of conforming to the world and the way they act. I want to be transformed, and actually, people see me and say, "Hey, he's different. She's different." Wouldn't that, boy, that the lost community? Wouldn't it? That would astound people. Our our church might be full if they said there's something different about them. But that's a lost cause in the church today. You preach on it, you' bad. You teach on it or you approach somebody about it, you bad, you wrong. I got news for you. There's somebody else going to tell you a little bit more authority than me one day, and his name's Jesus. See what he tells you about it. See what he talks to your drama about your drama. Amen. Amen? I hope he says well done and it won't if you've got this drama going on all the time. Amen? Amen Amen back there, brother. We've got to quit living in Rewind if we're going to get out of the drama. Amen? Amen. Right. Some of us love the drama to stay in the drama to get attention so people will feel sorry for us. <laughs> Amen? I, I used to think I could help everybody with their problem, but I found some people that like their problems. Yeah, that's right. Amen? Somebody's saying, he's not preaching spiritual today, but I'm preaching stuff that you're going to experience this week and you need Jesus... This isn't just a salvation going to heaven. Hey, if you're saved, that's great. That's the greatest decision you ever make. We've got to live life every day, every day, seven days a week, raising right, a family, in a sin-sick world. We need to learn how to live it for Jesus. Amen? Amen. If you're saved, you're saved. Praise God. Let's move on. Right. It's time to start living like it. And become an overcomer. And not beat down all the time and whooped and crying and whining and negative. Oh, I could have preached a straight salvation sermon, but sometimes I think in the church we get them saved. Let's move on. Right. It's just like the church today. We get them. Here's how the church does: we get them in. They join. They come up front. They join by baptism. They, Brother George, I'm coming from so and so church and joining yours, and we take them in. And the church acts like, "Wow, ah! that's not the end, guys." Now let's see these people be discipled and grow up and lead others to Christ. Amen. Amen? That's what church is about. It's not about running up here and getting your name on a church roll and, Hallelujah, it's on a piece of paper. Sometimes I wish we'd just rip out that membership page. Because some, some, some people, it makes them feel a whole lot holier with it in ink than it does with blood. <laughs> You say, I don't know about this guy. Well, that's right. Hang in there. You'll be all right. Maybe he's speaking to you, brother. Because we've got a lot of churches that think they go to church because their name is on a piece of paper. And then they want to brag about it. And I, and I have nothing wrong. Listen, we need to honor. I don't want this to get twisted and some of our folks leave out of here. We need to honor our people that's been in church for years. And they need to be our motto. They need to be our leaders. If where they are, Or if they're where they're supposed to be spiritually. Amen? All you older folks in this church, we love you. Amen? Hey, if you're over... I don't know, I might get in trouble here. If you classify yourself as an older, spiritual, mature, achieving Christian, raise your hand. Amen. Thank you. She did. Now, I know Bill and Polly had theirs. Though. They're proud to be 88. Amen? They're proud. They get around better than some 60-year-olds. Amen? But listen, churches think that it's all about young people and don't need the old... That's wrong. That's not what church is about. I'm not for that. When I came here, my job was that we didn't have it many, but I wasn't getting the drama the devil wants to put in churches. Church's job isn't kicking out all the old people so they can get what they want. If a pastor does that, he's wrong. He's not following the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's not, but it, but there again, the devil's very good at getting drama. He's split a lot of churches since I've been here eleven years, and I can look up and down Seventy West at the churches that have split or are dying today because of drama the devil started in their church. The biggest thing he has started is the music drama. Every time, and this never fails, and I finally just switch, talk to the hand. Every time, Brother George, how did Pleasant Hill grow? How did it grow? I mean, well, that church used to be just very few, and, and they always want to look at it like I did it. I didn't do it. Amen? The day I start taking credit for the Holy Spirit's convictions and moving and anointings, there's something wrong with me. All I did was be God's mouthpiece and preach His Word for 11 years here. Be instant in season and out. I said, just preach it. Be, just be consistent. Amen. Be consistent and God will move in your life. Brother George, I know what y'all got. Y'all got that music down there. I said, what music? It's called worship. Amen. Amen. Well, if it ain't in the Blue Heavenly Highway hymn, it's not worship. Amen? We need to look around and check our hearts. Because all the drama you're in, Amen? We need to look and see what drama are we getting caught up in. Does God want me to be caught up in this type of drama? Drama that's going to hurt my family. Amen? Drama that's going to hurt my relationship with my husband, my wife. Drama that's going to hurt my kids. Their relationship with me. Drama that's do not get tied up in there's church drama. Amen. The devils use church drama to tear a lot of churches up. Don't stay in, listen. Get out of rewind. Paul said, I look, I forget those things that were in the past. I got some bad sins back there. Amen. Behind closet number one, there's some bad stuff in there. Well, i got three sinners in here with me. Amen. We'll, we'll go to the altar together. We all got stuff in our closet. Paul was killing people and putting them in jail. For the gospel's sake. He gets saved all of a sudden Paul says, Oh, what do I do now, Lord? I was, I was a persecutor of the church. What do I do? Jesus said, Paul, you forget those, that drama which is in the past and look forward to the mark of your high calling right now which I laid on your heart. Quit living your life in rewind. Quit living back twenty years. Churches have got to quit living twenty years ago. Well, when Brother So and So was, he ain't here. He's gone. Amen. Amen. I used to hear that when I first came. When Brother, I'm not Leroy Hill. Amen. I used to hear that all the time. Everybody says, well, you preach kind of like him. I'm not him. I love the man. He was a good man of God. He preached the Word. I'm George for God. I'm George. I can't get caught back in the past. There's things I wish I could go back and change, guys. Some of y'all could go back and change some marriage problems. Some kids' problems. I would love to go back and change some church problems. Problems and problems in my own marriage, in my own life. I can't do that. All I can do is go forward from this moment on and be intentional about changing my, seeing God change my life. Being consistent. Well, brother George, you know I used to be drunk, bad. We got a lot of them here. Many used to be on drugs. Amen. There's another drug. Boy, you can't preach this in church today. Everybody's going, oh! That's the problem with the church is old things are passed away. Let's let's rejoice about it. It's nothing to be embarrassed about because you're saved and renewed and transformed. That's a shout, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. I'm not what I was and I'm not what I am. Praise God I'm not what I used to be. But there's a whole lot more I can be. I mean, we need to rejoice in problems how God delivered people. People that are on drugs, alcohol. Well, Brother George, I got pregnant before I got married. It happens every day. The church has got to learn to deal with it and quit living and rewind and move on. Brother George, I, I'm divorced and I'm just afraid if I get married again that He'll tre- quit living and Rewind. Isn't it amazing how we judge our present relationships and things to things in the past? He's going to be just like him. You don't know that. You may fall in love with a Prince Charming Mars, sweep you off your feet and just sweep you away in a carriage full of feathers. <laughs> Pulled by two white horses. Amen. It don't mean he's going to be like the bum you just divorced. That's what you called Him, not me. See what I'm saying? we got to quit living in Rewind and start saying, let, let, let the Holy Spirit today, let Him challenge you, let Him convict you, let him, let him take an overall survey of your heart where you're at today. I could care less what people think about my past. Amen. If I know who I am in Jesus Christ, Amen, I know I'm a saved child of God. I know that God has changed me. I could care less what people think about my past. You've got to have that mentality to move forward in the name of Jesus. Amen. You've got to be, have that tough mentality to move forward with Jesus leading you. It's the same way with this church. I could care less what people think about my preaching. I used to worry about that, Tim, when I first started preaching. Oh, don't make her mad. Don't upset her. She's not. She was smiling 15 minutes ago. I said something upset her. <sighs> My goodness! If I did that with y'all guys, you know what I'd? I'd come in here. and They'd have me on meds and everything else. I'd be. <laughs> Amen. I try to love all of you and do the best I can, but there's going to be sometimes I'm going to say something and do something that's going to upset you because I can't please all the pleasant heal. And let me go a little deeper. My family's not going to please Pleasant Hill all the time. Amen. But what you're going to have to quit doing is living in rewind and start moving forward. Man, I got to hurry. I love. I'm going to. I got to close. I love this song by Matt Redman. See, a lot of us have soul problems. I don't know about y'all, but how many of y'all been mowing a lot this summer? Mowing. That ain't nowhere near weary. It's mowing. All right, don't try to confuse that one. Mow your grass, man. I bet I have mowed fifty times. Because it's going to rain. Some of y'all are going to go home and mow when you get out of church. I've been mowing, and mowing's not really hard for me. I don't. I love mowing. I got a John Deere riding mower. And, I, and if, I, if, I, if, I, if I really stay up on it, Levi, I can put that dude up in fourth gear. And I mean, I, I got my little cup holder of my drink here, you know. And you used to see me the other day, Randy, I wouldn't even be like, I ain't got Hunter's headphones. Man, man I was a jamming preacher out there in that middle of that big open field mowing. But I tell you what, I love mowing because, man, God just speaks to me when I mow. I mean, it can just be me. I don't know if God speaks through a John Deere motor more than any other motor, but I can be on that. John, man, I can be out there on that John Deere mower mowing, and it's just quiet going around, same thing around. I don't know what it is, but God just—man, He just speaks to me on that mower. I love mowing. I can put it up in fourth gear. I can just get it. But when it comes to flower beds, gardening. I don't like that near as much because see out in my yard I can go round and round and round. When I go to planting gardens and flower beds, I would love it. I wish God would create, I wish God would have never created the weed. Amen? I would love just to throw my plants in my flower bed and put my mulch over them and just say, in the name of Jesus, grow. And leave. Amen. That would be great. But if I do not. Tend that fly- Now, my yard can go a week without being tended. It's different. But my flower bed cannot grow- go a week without being looked at and observed with my eyes and make sure there's no weeds and bugs in there. I have to continually, daily check my flower bed. A lot of us as Christians, we think when we got saved that we never, you know, we've been mowing. We're saved. We're going to heaven. Here's the problem with a lot of Christians we don't. Weed our souls enough daily. We just go to church today and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we let it grow up. And then Saturday night gets here and we do a whole lot of repenting and weeding. Amen? Been there, hadn't you? Or you said a prayer on the way. I'm talking about really taking time out to search and guard your heart. To really pull the weeds out of your soul are you negative today? Are you a complainer? The reason it is you got weeds growing up because Jesus says, I come to give you peace. You're going to have tribulations, you're going to have trials, but even in the midst of your worst trial, I've been around families in the middle of death. Broken hearts, but they still had peace. That passed it all understanding. I mean, they still had a, there was a, I don't know, there's just an oral. They just had peace. The Holy Spirit just empowered them. They had peace even in the middle of the worst stuff. But a lot of us come to church all week long, our flower beds are growed up during the week. Let me challenge you this week. You want to have some joy? You want to get away from drama? You need to get away from drama people. Right. Amen. 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 Get away from drama. Say, "No, nah, I'm not I'm not joining in with that this week, devil. No more drama. Goodbye drama queen. I'm done." Because see, here's what happens. In Psalms 103, Matt Redman wrote that song based on our souls. 10,000 Reasons is the name of the song. He starts out, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Can you put... Look at it. Here's Here it is. For all of y'all who don't think contemporary songs are spiritual, here we go. A Psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits, who forgives all of our iniquities, all of our sins, who heals all of our diseases. He's still a powerful God, church. He's still a God that can forgive any sin that you commit. He forgets it as far as the east is from the west. Amen? Your drama has downsized your God. Drama will always downsize God to be like us. Who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving and kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Bless the Lord. Oh, my. It all starts right here in our souls. What's growing in your flower bed this morning, spiritually? When's the last time you surveyed your flower bed? Amen. When's the last time you learned just to worship the Lord even in the bad times? I mean, we can all go to church when we're feeling good. What about when during are the bad times of life? When's the last time you said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Just bless the Lord, O my soul. Lord, I'm actually coming to you today not whining and complaining. I'm actually not wanting nothing. I just want to praise You, Lord, for what You have done in my life. Lord, keep me from going back into the past. Lord, keep me focused on my Your will and plan for my life. And Lord, teach me how to be a worshiper. Well, we all need to learn how to worship. That's why I don't say a lot. When people come in here and worship, man, some people raise hands in here and some do both. Some will dance around a little bit. Some is at the altars and back. And some people go, ah. There's something wrong with them. You don't know what they've been through. They worship. The reason they worship is because they know who God is. Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. Show us how big you are. Lord, bless our souls this morning. Teach us how to get rid of drama. Drama that downsizes God in our lives, in our church. Lord, help us all this morning to say goodbye to the drama queen in our lives. That's keeping us from looking more like You, Lord. If we're looking more like the world and conforming to the world and its ways and its thoughts and its politics and its government and its ways, it's all of it. Lord, that's conforming. But Lord, transform us by the renewing of our minds. And Lord, start in our minds, start in our souls this morning in them flower beds. Lord, what if we let go and just run off and let drama just kill in our lives? What is the devil trying to destroy in my family, in my church? What calling upon my life is the devil trying to destroy by keeping me unfocused? Lord, open our eyes in this church building this morning. Through Your Spirit, Lord. Help us to just sing this morning, bless the Lord. We all have, we have more than 10,000 reasons to worship You this morning and to bless You and to just to praise you for who you are, Lord. Just bless our souls this morning, Jesus. We'll all give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Everyone, saying, "Amen." Let's all stand quietly. Come. Won't you bring your drama to the altar this morning? Now, y'all, listen. You can't just leave here not doing nothing, making no, allowing God not surrendering, and not making. If you just leave here, not make no changes, no surrender, no repenting, no. No, going toward God, you're going to leave out here conformed just as you was when you came in. But if you'll come this morning and say, Jesus, I want to bring my drama to You this morning. I'm tired of the drama. I'm tired of all the craziness in my life. Lord, I want to be focused more on You this week. Give me my joy. Bring me my peace back. If that's you this morning, step out right where you're at and come. say goodbye drama i got to get back focused to where I was at in my walk with Christ do you feel like you've slipped away in your walk and in your relationship with Jesus be intentional this morning be intentional with it step out right where you're at